Me and my dad, conversations of thought. Both my dad and I believe that we are all connected. These conversations that we have are usually over the phone or with a glass of wine at my home. Where these thoughts come from? Not quite sure, but they sure make interesting conversations. I hope that they encourage you to open yourself up to your own thoughts, dreams, and experiences. Because I believe the universe, God, angels, or other spirits are always giving us guidance. Hi, Dad. What's the topic today? Hi, Ronnie. Hi, Dad. <laughs> All right. I want to talk about fear and how I always felt there's no room for fear. I mean, some people think that it's important. You know, they, they go back and when we were cavemen and and all of a sudden we're approached by some animal and the fear kicks in and because of that, you know, all our energy is transferred to our legs so that we can run faster. But I just don't believe in fear or I don't want to believe in fear. I know that we all have it. What is your take on fear? Well, I know this is one of your most favorite topics, so I, yes, it is. I can't wait to hear more of what you're going to say. But um, I, I do feel that fear uh, lowers our vibration. It makes us, you know, when you talk about that, going into that sympathetic nervous system, it's basically like our, our body has to take over for us. It, it's not like we're giving any credit to um, anything except these uh, chemical reactions. Um, I think it just takes something away from us, something that could have the answers. Um, I feel like it causes us to, to believe like we can't move forward, we're stuck, or blocked. Instead of seeing, oh, here's an opportunity to see something different, to learn something new. So a lot of times fear causes us to, to withdraw rather than to surrender into the moment, into the experience. I think that fear takes us away from a lot of things. It takes us away from love, you know? It'll take, it, it just robs us of so many things, so many precious things. Illness, you know, how much illness is caused by fear? How much misunderstanding is caused by fear? It just seems that there's really no, there's no room for fear in the world. And I know it would be so hard to take it away because a lot of times people feel that that fear is their identity. So they're living with it. And they would be very uncomfortable if they didn't have that fear. And there's a, a lot of uh, places that, you know, use fear and I don't always think it's in, intentional, but the people just don't even realize like the diagnosis of a disease, saying a person only has so much time to live, that once those words go into that person's energy, it can actually 
hinder the body from healing on its own because that seed just got planted. And now all that can be created is what that person believes to be true. I, I do a lot of fertility uh, with the acupuncture. And I remember one of my clients said, yeah, they said this is just impossible. I, I, I will never be able to have my own baby. My only option is to get an egg donor and to have someone else's child. And she decided to take some time off. And I saw her two years later, and she had a picture of her baby that looked exactly like her. And I was like, wow, isn't this crazy how much the baby looks just like you? And I thought, oh, how great, how, how did this happen? She got a, an egg donor and, and it ends up looking just like her and how great for her. And she said, Ronica, no, it's my baby. I took a year off. I just went to relax and think about what I wanted to do, and I got pregnant. And so all of these, like, people don't really even know the, the capacity of healing that the body has. We have no idea what to even think because we are always so, no, that's not possible. No, this bad thing will happen if you do that. We're, we're told all these things, and so the fear makes us so we don't even know how to imagine, how to dream. We, we can't even get to the, the place of awesome healing that we can get to because all of these things are blocking what we, we believe we can even have, what we can achieve. Yeah, I, I was told in a dream, I, I fighting it, you know, I, a lot of times, you know, we talk about being guided and you get a certain idea. And I was convinced, I said, if we didn't have fear, we'd put our hands in fire. And the message kind of laughed at me and <laughs> said, no, you wouldn't. <laughs> you, you just wouldn't be afraid of it. You know, you know that there's, you shouldn't do that, but you don't have to be afraid of it. You know, so that doesn't take away, you know, you're not doing anything. You're not going to jump off a building because you're fearless, you know. You just know that that's not right but you don't have to carry the fear with you. Right. Yeah, and you know, a lot of uh, people ask me for classes on how to protect your energy. Mm. And I, I don't do that. I, I feel like that's fear-based. Right. So I don't teach that. What I teach is the opposite, is how to raise your vibration because fear just exists at a lower vibration. So we can go to that lower vibration but then we exist at that vibration. So if you want to protect your energy, you raise your vibration to a higher energy of love where that fear doesn't exist. And it's, it's so much more simple than having to protect and close and bubble yourself up. It's like now you're, you're in this world alone and we're just not supposed to be here alone. We're not supposed to be watching our back and protecting ourselves. We're supposed to be trusting that while we play, someone's watching us. Someone's yeah. going to warn us. But it's a whole new way of thinking because we were taught, even since we were young, be careful of that. Don't do this. You know, it's, it's been put in our heads. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and to transform is sometimes 
kind of difficult. You know, it, it involves a lot of trust. But I was told again through, through these thoughts that we're talking about that all you really have to do is choose. Choose what? Choose not to be afraid. That there's another way. And, and then all of a sudden, you just start seeing life a different way. You step out of that fear element into an openness, into a new world. And that's incredible. It's an incredible feeling. Yeah, and I think, you know, kind of what you were saying before, like it, it doesn't mean you're naive or stupid, you know, that you're just going to keep walking off of a cliff, you know. <laughs> um, it's really when you get into this higher vibration, you're doing things out of a higher vibration. You're doing things out of love. You're not doing things out of preservation of self. And so manipulating situations or others so that you know you're okay. When you raise your vibration, you realize that you are one in a community of all. And so all these choices that you make are not only for yourself. And so you don't have to worry about, oh, you're just going to make bad decisions because you're not worried about your consequences. No, actually, it's opposite. You care more about everyone else and the planet because you're not afraid of your own self dying, failing, getting hurt. You, you, you come to realize because fear is like, it's just you. It's just you in this world. What are you going to do? How are you going to survive? Yeah. And it encompasses so many things, you know, from, from relationships you know, and all the bad things that it could bring in to us teaching our children to to be careful, don't do that. You know, this is going to happen to you. And, and kind of doing all of that damage to them, knowing that there is a better way. There's a better way to get rid of that fear, not to have it, so you don't pass it on. It's almost like you're getting a cold, right? You have a cold... Yeah, and, and now you're sneezing and you're getting other people contagious. Right. And a lot of times we're going to do that on accident too and even think we're doing a lot of this out of love. Oh, yeah. So if I had something that scared me when I was younger, I'm going to try to make sure my kids never go through that experience. So a lot of times out of me trying to love, I actually right. accidentally bury mm-hmm. these seeds of fear <laughs> because I don't want them to ever feel that, you know, I'm, I'm trying to, but right. then I go back home, oh, just trying to protect them. I'm trying to love them. I'm trying to keep them safe, you know? And so, so they get this a lot of times from us anyway, on accident, even when we're just trying to love our best. And so that's where we have to just kind of like review like our own stuff. Like, why are we afraid of that? Where did that belief system come from? Who did that get formed from? Um, why do I still identify with that? You know, we have to do this work on ourselves so that we can understand why these phrases sometimes just slip out of our mouths um, and fill people up with, you know, things Things that we tend to be afraid of, the ones we love never have to worry because we've already been doing that protector thing for them. We don't have to make them scared of it, too, because we're scared of it. They already yeah. feel fine. They already know we got it. Yeah. You know, it, it, the funny thing is that I see it out of love. My mom, 
you know, probably put so much fear in me with all her love, you know, trying to keep me safe. Don't do this. Don't do that. And, and you're right. A lot of times it's confused with love. But the damage that it can do is really incredible. And we could be incredible people without it, both mentally but also physically, I think. You know, our, our well-being. I, I wanted to add one thing to see how you felt about it. I think that pain, actually, like if you cut yourself, burn yourself, is some form of fear. And, and it's only the only reason, I, I can't even back it up as to why, but it was an experience that I had. And it was just getting rid of the fear. They got rid of the pain. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Well, and I think actually these both, but I wanted to go back to first <clears throat> the, the love. You know, you can feel your mom's love, even mm-hmm. though the messages. Oh, yeah. We're a lot of time based on fear. But that's where the choosing comes. Yes. Like, we can choose to take the love. And then we can choose to transform that message of fear. We can can let that go. And we can choose just to take the love part, which is so beautiful. And, And I think this is like, I think, so I see pain as a couple of things. First of all, it does show me where to look in the body. So if I'm doing acupuncture and someone has uh, a pain in a certain area, I can usually tie it back to where that might be coming from too. Maybe it's emotional, worry about money. Maybe it's something in their digestive system. So I can see that the shoulder pain is telling me I've got to to pay more attention to their digestive system. So the the pains are always like when your car dings, ding, you know, and then you get to look at the dashboard and you see, oh, I'm running out of fuel or, oh, the the door is ajar, whatever it is. The, The body pains to me are like this ding. And then you get to say, oh, what's going on? What do I need to address here? But then it's our choice. Do we want to address it? Do we want to help it, love it, allow it to heal? Or are we going to hold on to that pain for whatever reason? And people sometimes need to hold on to their pain for a minute, you know, because maybe they're just not done learning a certain lesson. Or maybe they really do need a couple days at home to rest in their bed because they've been overdoing it. You know, so the pain is going to make them stay in bed for a couple days. But eventually, we're going to have to make this choice of, can I let my pain go? Right. Or is my pain what I need at this moment? And I think you hit on something that, you know, letting go. You don't, you know, I, I believe that you don't have to see psychiatrists or all of this. I mean, you, you, you talk about fear. You talk about a lot of things you're holding on to that, that are really not good for you. But really, it's just a choice. You know, choosing to let go of it. Choosing not to be afraid of it. The choice is yours. Well, I would even call what we do here like a little therapy session. <laughs> so sometimes it is nice to talk with people, you know, out loud about certain things. Not that, though, anyone ever has the answer for you. Your answer is always within you. My answer is within me. 
Everyone has their own way to get to that answer. But sometimes just talking out loud helps us to listen to what we're actually feeling or thinking. You know, it, it's, it's good to bounce these ideas off of another. But giving our power to someone or something else is where we might get in trouble a little or confused a little. Right. And, and the real cool thing, too, is that you don't have to be in perfect sync you know, in a meditative state without fear to get good messages. In fact, they can come when you're at, at the worst, when, when you're dying, when the situation is so bad, you can get a message, you know. And usually that message is to get out of the damn fear in your head. Think of it a different way. Transform. Right. You know, and and once you do that, then you're out. Then that's it. You've been cured, you know, because it's a new way of thinking. I remember the, the movie where Robin Williams is a teacher. And he's in his classroom and the kids are just talking and he wants them to always see a different way. So he tells them to get to look around, first of all. Stand up, look around at the room. And he says, all right, now go stand up on the desk. And what happens, they get a different perspective. Completely different. And I think that that's the revelation, the miracle, that when you see the same problems, the same thing that you have, but now you're seeing it without fear. Wow. Magic. And I, I think you're, uh, you know, starting with fear and then going into pain, same thing. Like these emotions is the same as our pain. It's, it's a feeling of being without or incomplete or not loved, whatever it is. And so, of course, then we can connect at any time because we are always connected the the idea that we're alone that's the illusion mm-hmm. never and so even when we're in the in our most fear is that time that we actually need that phone call <laughs> that says stop you're not alone right you know and so from any moment then so we can take those emotions whether it's fear or worry or whatever it is and think of it like an actual pain in the body where we say, okay, what, what part of me is not feeling loved, is not feeling complete, whatever it is, and let, let the universe answer you. Go, go, go stand on your desk. Go look at this different. You know, the, that emotion is just like that pain. It's just trying to get our attention. And I think you hit upon something really important. We have to ask. We have to be able to, no matter what the question is or what the prayer is, you know, you're, you, something's happening, you, you pray, and, you know, but you ask, what can I do? And I think that's what really happens. That we don't even realize we're doing that. You know, something gets so terrible, and the first thing we do is, now what? <laughs> And guess what? You're being talked to all of a sudden. 
Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just take a breath. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> you know, whatever it is, whatever it comes. But we are we really ask those questions so many times in the day. We're just not doing it intentionally. All right. So it, I, just for our listeners, I know what you're going to answer, but I'm going to I'm going to ask you. How do you know when it's your thought, right? When you're asking something and that you would respond, you know, yourself, your ego, whatever it is, and when you are truly being guided by a message or from the universe. How can you tell the difference between those two messages? So first of all, a message from myself would be very critical and judgmental. Right. Right? And yeah. a message from one of my guides is always very loving. Right. And another thing is that it makes me like, wow, that's a good one. Yes. That's a good idea, you know? <laughs> so if I already thought it, I wouldn't think, I'd be like, oh, good job remembering that one. Um but but it does it it i feel like it it lifts you up it lifts you up when i know, i know talking to myself even though i try not to it would be very uh, harsh and critical <laughs> good one ronnie ronica paris is a licensed acupuncturist and reiki master and the owner of naturalhealingcenters.org This podcast was produced by Ronica Stan at rocketchicago.com.